0: Hey, smart chicks. My name is Carol Maloney Scott, and I'm a career coach, teacher, author, and speaker, and I am passionate about helping women transform their careers and therefore their lives. Through fun and engaging programs, I empower women to develop the confidence and believe in themselves, as well as the practical skills needed to create and achieve their career dreams. I believe that work can and should be fun and that career happiness is available to everyone. Good afternoon, ladies, and welcome to Career Chat Live. My name is Carol Maloney-Scott, and I am with Career Happiness Map Coaching, my business dedicated to helping professional women to find their career happiness. Um, And I specialize in working um, primarily with recruiters and other talent acquisition and HR professionals, although I do one-on-one coaching with um, some other women professionals as well. Um, But today, this is definitely um, so exciting day, International Women's Day, so definitely a day. I think that really uh, works with our topic today. So today our topic is spreading career happiness like fairy dust, Uh, using your skills to empower others. And, you know, in in my case, it is to empower women. Um, But, you know, obviously you can empower whoever you want. Uh, But, you know, my mission is to my mission is to spread career happiness and, you know, I've talked about that numerous times. And the, the reason really for that is that I just really feel in my, my personal experience and my experience with clients and also my experience with candidates when I was a recruiter, uh, just my experience with other people in the corporate world, um, friends and family, you know, over my whole lifetime, I've just found that people that really love their job or who are really happy in their career has been more of a rarity in that most people... Really are either very unhappy or at least somewhat dissatisfied and or or unfulfilled in their work, and I just feel that that is really unacceptable and really unnecessary. I do really truly believe that work can and should be fun, and that it is a possibility that is really available for, for all people. So, because that is my mission, uh, I. I like to spread career happiness, right? So obviously there's only one of me. So when I do one-on-one coaching, there's you know obviously very limited into the number of people that I can help, right? That I can spread career happiness to and with. Um, in my guidance, right? So I can't, you know, I can only do so much. So that is really why I created a program to train other career coaches, because there really is only one of me. And I really wanted this to be more of a movement, right? I look at it more as a, you know, a national movement, a global movement, you know, really helping people to be happier in their work. I really truly believe that when people are happier in their work, they are just happier in their lives. They have more successful relationships. And I think it just makes like I think the world would be a happier place, period, if more people were happy in their work. And that is one reason why I've really found this whole um, great resignation, great reshuffle, you know, whatever those hashtags are that we're using right now. I, I found that to be so exciting I just love to see people quitting their jobs and not just because they they might need my services, but because I just know there's just such a need for people to do this, right? There's such a need for people to find what it is that they really want. And there's no reason why they shouldn't be able to. And I especially like the hashtag of the great reshuffle, right? Because to me, it feels like a a game of musical chairs, right? It's a game of career musical chairs that's going on and people are moving from, you know, where they are to where they want to be. And the, the beautiful thing about that is that, you know, you could be in a place or someone could be in a place where they are unhappy, but that is someone else's dream job, right? So there really is no reason for anyone to ever feel bad about leaving a job that they don't like, because they're actually opening up an opportunity for someone who will now see that as a good opportunity for them, at least in many cases, obviously, if it's a super toxic environment, or you know, a terrible situation, that's not the case. But for the most part, you know, it's, just a matter of what you want and what someone else wants. Right. And those are not the same. Right. They're not the same. We're very individual and we have very individual needs when it comes to work. We spend as an adult as adults, an enormous amount of time working. Right. When we think about all the years that we spend working. um, and, And since we spend so many hours doing that, I really truly believe that we should be able to enjoy it right so that's really my mission and my purpose and my reason for wanting to spread crew happiness you know like fairy dust because i think it is really magical for people when they find the thing that they really want to do i have worked with some one-on-one clients especially who really have come to me in really dire straits really unhappy just really dissatisfied with so many areas of their lives and it all stemmed from being miserable in their jobs, and I can attest to that myself. I had like miserable job <laughs> after miserable job for so many years, and I think I just accepted that that's like that's life, right? That's just work, you know. That's which that's why they call it work, not play, and you know all those those belief systems, you know, that I grew up with, and I just I I had a low bar, right? I didn't think that I should strive for more, and I didn't think that it was really even possible, so. So what I wanted to talk to you ladies about today is really how, how recruiters really do make ideal career coaches and why, and really seeing if any of that resonates with you and if it seems like something that you might be interested in, in doing you know, and developing for yourselves, whether or not you enjoy your current recruiting career or not, because career coaching is something that you could absolutely do as a side hustle, even if you still like recruiting or you still want to have a day job for whatever reason. Um, And it's something that you can, you know, certainly also transition into full time entrepreneurship. If that's what you want to do, you can work part time, you can work part time in your business, you could start doing some freelance recruiting, like there's so many options and different ways that, you know, being a career coach and having your own business can support you in your overall career goals. And I know that my dog is probably going to start doing something naughty again. Because, oh, no, he's laying down and he's so cute. The other one I had to put downstairs because he started barking. I think they're going to be cooperative today. I really hope so.
1: <laughs> I really
0: hope so. As I told you guys yesterday that those of you that might have been on that call. Um, yeah, I have a new puppy. So it's, it's kind of wild here. So. One, so some of the things that I really loved about recruiting, you know, even though I wanted to leave recruiting was I did really love the whole helping people aspect. Right. But I always felt like I was an agent of the company and not an agent of the candidate. Right now, I know in some cases, you know, there are organizations um, now, especially nowadays where, you know, you are able to be more of an advocate for the candidate. Right. And, um, you know, there is there is more uh, concern for People being happy in their jobs. I think a lot more companies now are realizing that employee engagement, employee happiness, um, and and employee retention—you know—are things that are really important. And they're seeing that people are no longer putting up with unhappiness as I did and many people in the past have. Uh, people are just not putting up with it anymore, right? So I always say like the day of the jerky boss is kind of like over. Uh, they're just not gonna keep good people anymore. They're not, you know, so, and that's a great thing. That is a great thing. Um, and it gives us a lot of opportunities, um, both for finding jobs, retaining the best talent, and also for us as potential uh, or or uh, current career coaches, you know, to help people. So I loved that about recruiting. I thought about doing mental health counseling at, many different junctures in my life and decided that that was not for me because I... I decided that was not for me because it is just too emotional for me. I felt like I would I would, I would would take that home with me. I would not be effective to help people because I would really just be too tied to that emotionally. So I felt like because I was a recruiter, because I was already in that career space and really interested in it, that that was a great space for me to be able to help people but in a way that I wouldn't get as, you know, emotionally attached, devastated, upset about the problems, right? I'd be able to handle those problems and hearing about those problems and really be able to make a difference for those people. Uh, so I got my master's degree in career development in, and finished that in 2010, started it in 2007, you know, did that obviously on a part-time basis while I was working. And at that time, you know, the obviously, you know, there was an internet, but the online space was not what it is today. As far as having your own business, I remember when I first started thinking about it at that time in the late, you know, late 2000s. Um, I didn't even know how I would be able to accept payment from people if they couldn't write me a check. Like that's where we were, right? you know, there was no Venmo, there was, you couldn't even really use, I don't even think you could use PayPal at that time to collect credit card payments, right? Uh, So the average person couldn't really just become a credit card merchant, you know, and so right there, that was an impediment, right? It was hard to get, figure how are people going to pay me, right? And how are they going to be able to do that? And where am I going to meet them, right? I don't, I'm not renting office space um, you know, we didn't have the functionality. You know, there was no StreamYard like what we're doing right now, right? There was no Zoom. There was none of that, right? There was some, you know, there was some video stuff, but the average person just was not using that. So there was a lot of impediments to being able to do business online. So, you know, at that time I thought, you know, I need to go get this master's degree. You know, it's it's like more of an academic qualification. It was really more career counseling than coaching. But I still didn't figure out how to, how to do it right, right away. It took me a long time to figure out how to do it. And some of it was just watching the online space evolve and grow and, and realizing that I could do it. Uh, but I really didn't need a master's degree. And if you want to do career coaching, you really don't need a degree in, in that area. And honestly, there's not many degree programs that even specialize in that. So really what you need, and we're going to talk about what you really need um, today, You know, as far as what I think you really need to be successful. But well, one of the things I wanted to really talk about today is just why, again, why recruiters are so good at this, right? So one thing for sure, people think you know how to help them because of your background. And people have looked at my background and there's almost no one that I've ever worked with that has said, oh, you have a master's degree in career development. That's great. No, they look at my background in recruiting. They look at my experience. And the longevity of that and they see you know that oh this person really you know knows how to help people with career you know this people understands and why is that though so here's some of the skills and that's why I want to talk about the skills that you can use that you already have as recruiters or other TAHR professionals that you can leverage in a career coaching business. So one of them is you do coach people you coach them on interviewing you coach them on salary negotiation not only do you coach your candidates on these things but you probably also coach your hiring managers on these things because particularly depending on your industry they don't really know how to do those things very well right so you're coaching people all the time and and influencing and guiding and advising. Now, coaching really isn't giving advice. So it is a little bit different than what we do sometimes in the recruiting space, but it's, it's a close relative, right? It's at least a cousin of coaching. And there are a lot of times when we certainly are coaching people, um, you know, in those, in those areas, right? Sometimes we're even coaching, you know, internal employees about how to position themselves better for promotion, right? Or helping them with their resumes. Um, and, and also many of you are doing these things for friends and family for free. You know, that is something that I hear all the time from anybody. I, I, there is not one single person that I've ever talked to about my career coaching certification program that uh, thought about, you know, uh, signing up for it that has not told me that they help all their friends and family for free with, with career stuff. Like everybody does it, right? Everybody does it. Uh, because you're the career expert in your world, right? In your friend and family circle. Another thing is like, we know what goes on behind the curtain, right? It's like the wizard of Oz with behind the curtain, right? You know, what goes on behind the curtain, you know, what, um, you know, what, what the mystery, right? The mystery and the magic, you know, you hear people say all the time, I applied for a job and I feel like I'm just throwing my resume in the black hole. Well, you live in the black hole, (laughs) like, you know, what goes on in the hole, right? And you know what the hiring process looks like, and you know, um, you know what different automated messages look like and what they really mean, and you know you 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 know that other side of it, right? That other side of it. And for a lot of people who don't work, either aren't in manager positions where they hire people, where they don't work in talent acquisition or HR, they have no idea what goes on behind the scenes, and it's very mysterious to them. It's very stressful. Because when you don't know something, it's very stressful, right? Especially when it's something that's really important to your livelihood, but yet you feel like there's a game and you don't know how to play it, right? That's how a lot of people feel. So you know how to play the game and you can help them to play it better. You know the market. You know market conditions. Those things change and fluctuate all the time. And when you're recruiting, you know if it's a candidate's market. You know what t- types of skill sets are in more demand. You know what types of career changes you've seen people be able to make, right, in, in getting hired at the companies you've recruited for. You've seen countless resumes. You know, So you know what the market looks like at any given time, and you know how cyclical the market is, right? And certainly you may be a very very much a subject matter expert in the market that you recruit in if it's a niche market, like you're a healthcare recruiter, you're an IT recruiter, you're an engineering recruiter whatever that may be you're at a sales recruiter. Um, and you know that niche market. So that again, is huge, right? You also know how to nurture, form and nurture relationships, again, relationships with your candidates, relationships with your hiring managers, uh, even, even, you know, relationships with the HR people and the, uh, you know, if it's a big company, you know, the, the salary administration people and you know, all of the different people that, you know, the coordinators, you know, that are um, scheduling your interviews and things like that, right? You serve as a recruiter as a go-between between between a lot of different people. And therefore, you need to be able to form a lot of different relationships. If you are an agency recruiter or an RPO recruiter or something like that, um, you have different clients that you're serving, right? So you form relationships, (coughs) excuse me, with those external clients. and, And also that is huge, right? So you know how to form professional relationships. You also know how to network and you know how to find candidates. So you know how to network and you know how to do sourcing. Networking and sourcing candidates is very similar to networking and sourcing clients. So that is is really a place where The skills that you have as a recruiter are very transferable in having your own business. A lot of people start a coaching business or, you know, some kind of an online business. They don't know how to find clients because they don't know how to find people. They don't know how to find people. (laughs) But you know how to find people, right? You know how to find people. So that's a really, really important skill that is extremely useful, not only for helping your clients, in their networking, right? Teaching them how to network, how to build their networks, how to use LinkedIn, uh, all of these different things, right? And how to leverage their existing networks, how to build their networks, how to reach out cold call, reach out to people they don't know on, LinkedIn and connect with them and get information and get leads on jobs and things like that. Do informational interviewing. Like you know how to do those things and you can teach others to do them. Recruiters also often are well connected, right? You just have big, you have a bigger network probably than most people who are the average job seeker who is not in TA or you know, a, a higher level professional person that has a lot of followers. Um, you know, you you have more people in your network and you know how to do that. So that's extremely valuable both to your clients in their searches, but also to you in your searches for clients. And, and and then also you understand attraction marketing, even if you don't realize that you do. And I'm sure many of you do realize that you do. But even if you don't realize that you do, what you're doing by creating job descriptions, putting them out there, advertising, posting on LinkedIn about openings that you have, talking to people about your openings. You are talking, you know, talking about the job market. Um, a lot of recruiters are very active on LinkedIn in talking about the job market and talking about, uh, you know, how to work with recruiters or how to do about, you know. So a lot, I see a lot of you out there already posting things as recruiters working for someone else that you can leverage to start your own business. You have your own coaching business um, because attracting uh, attracting clients through your messaging through your online presence is very similar to attracting candidates. Again, both very similar things. So you already really have a lot of these skills that you've developed in your recruiting career. So not only can you leverage these now to help people and have a much bigger impact on those people's lives, which is extremely satisfying. I find it to be unbelievably satisfying. To, to see people grow, I feel like they blossom like little flowers in front of me. And you know, I only work with women, so they they blossom like little flowers in front of me. And you know, I have people you know coming back to me and saying you know my marriage is better. I'm more patient with my kids. Uh, You know, we took a family vacation and I didn't have to bring my phone with me or my laptop or, you know, I'm enjoying my weekends. I don't have the Sunday night dread, whatever it is, right. Or I feel like I'm contributing so much more now, or, you know, I'm making $25,000 more a year. And, you know, that has changed my family's life, you know, considerably, Um, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's huge, right? So that's huge just from a a feel-good standpoint, right? A satisfaction, a fulfillment standpoint. But then the whole lifestyle freedom of having your own business is amazing. Being able to work from anywhere, anytime you want. I don't see clients early in the morning because I am not a morning person. Like I'm not talking to anybody before 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. I know that probably sounds ridiculous to some of you. But I'm, just not, I'm not effective at that time of the morning. That's not when I really want to talk to people. I'm very extroverted. Uh, this time of the day, I could talk to you for hours. Uh, but I am not a morning person. So I am not meeting people at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I don't have to do that because I make my own schedule. I set my own rules, right, of how, how people work with me. Um, so, so in thinking about starting your own business, your own career coaching business specifically, there were really three buckets. There's really three areas that you need to have knowledge. And and one is the recruiting skills. And I just broke those down. And and there's more, of course, but those are the main ones that I identify and that I wanted to share with you today. Uh, You need to have, I think having those recruiting skills is very valuable. Now, if someone is a, a hiring manager, somebody who's hired a lot of people, I've seen some very, very savvy managers in all different disciplines and industries who really understand the hiring process and who would actually make really good career coaches. And I've seen them be able to transition into doing that. But people who in recruiting T A H R are generally have a leg up on most people, you know, as far as their knowledge base, as far as the development over time of those skills, right? So you really have a very firm foundation. You have a very firm foundation. So the second thing is coaching skills, which are really different than recruiting skills. And I realize that as a recruiter, you may or may not have some of those coaching skills. You also may or may not be a little bit off as far as what you think coaching skills are, because coaching is not just giving advice, right? It is not giving advice. So we want to think about that as well. Like what is coaching versus counseling versus advice giving versus uh, mentoring, right. Versus, um, you know, uh, consulting, right. All of these things are different. And I teach in my program, how all of these things are different so that somebody can really understand, like, this is, this is what coaching is really all about. And coaching is really question driven. So, you know, that's a conversation we can have in another one of these live streams that I'll, I'll do with you guys. Cause I'm going to continue to do these every week at 5 PM Eastern. Uh, unless we fund this a different time that works better, but this is the one I'm doing these every Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern. And then I'm doing on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, Uh, the live streams also here in LinkedIn uh, and in my Facebook group that are geared more towards um, people who just want to work on the recruiters and other TA HR professionals who want to work on their career, on their corporate career, not that they necessarily want to start a career coaching business. But today's, uh, the Tuesday live streams are more focused on the coaching. So coaching skills really do need to be honed, developed, um, and practiced a little bit to make sure that you're really clear on when you say you're offering coaching services, what that really means, what you really can't, <coughs> excuse me, can and can't do for people when you're calling yourself a coach. Um, and then the third, you know, very important, the business building skills, right? Excuse me, I'm so thirsty uh the business building skills so you know you need to understand yeah attraction marketing you need to understand how to network you need to understand you know how to find clients how to identify you know who are your ideal clients right who do you want to work with what do you want to offer them how do you want to design your business do you want to do one-on-one coaching do you want to do group programs do you want to make courses Um, Do you want to do some things? uh, Do you want to do workshops? Uh, Do you, you know, what do you want to offer people? And then the beautiful thing about career coaching and even, you know, in the program that I teach is I'm not teaching people to be mini-me's. I'm not teaching them to do it exactly the way I do it. That's not the point. The point is that you can create your own career coaching business any way you want. You can work the number of hours you want. You can work where you want, what time you want. Um, You can work with the population you want to work with you can do it in such a way that you are able to really hone in on all of your passions, right? What do you really want to do? What are you not able to do in your day job that you really want to be able to do? And you can do those things. And there's and the good news is, is that pretty much everyone in the world, needs, every adult in the world really needs help with their careers. Very few people don't need help with their careers, right? So because of that, yeah, in a way, anyone could be our client, but I teach you how to, to how to decide who your client really is, because you want to speak to those people directly, because that's how you attract the right people, right? So even though you probably could help almost anybody, that's really not a good business practice. Like, that's really not the way to build your business, right? You want to specialize in something, right? In someone, in some people. So creating that niche is the first thing that I teach. But so the the beautiful thing is between the recruiting skills foundation that you have, learning the coaching skills and and perfecting them, right? And then learning those business building pieces to understand like, you know, what your business is going to look like? What are you going to call it? What, you know, what are the basic things you need to have set up in order to start that business and monetizing it? And it's just not as complicated and hard as many... I think many programs and business coaches make it because you already have some of this stuff, right? You just need those other pieces. You need those other puzzle pieces filled in and you just need ongoing. I I feel you need ongoing mentorship and guidance to help you to stay the course, to actually do it. I think, you know, I talk to a lot of women who are recruiters, um, who have thought about doing career coaching for years and they would love to do it, but they just think it sounds like, it sounds too hard. Like it sounds like too much work. Like if they do a program, is that going to take them, you know, 20 hours a week? Like I don't have time for that. Um, or is it going to cost $10,000? I don't want to invest that, you know? So my, my whole Goal and, and really, this is kind of my goal and mantra with like everything I do is I want to make everything as easy and inexpensive as possible, right? Just as accessible as possible, right? To so the most number of people who really need it, and also cutting out the fluff, right? Cutting out the fluff. So We don't need, we don't need to have, you know, we don't need to join a $25,000, you know, year long business mastermind program in order to start monetizing career coaching when we already have the recruiting skills and some of this background. And we really just need some, you know, some blanks filled in. We don't need that. We just don't need that. So that's why I don't offer that because I don't think people need that. My goal is to help people to start because once you start, you can figure out. Where to go from there, right? You, once you start, you can figure out what works and what doesn't work, what you like and what you don't like. It's impossible to know exactly what you want your business to look like or what you want your life to look like if you don't actually do something, right? If you just sit and think about doing something, you you'll never know what that's really going to be like, right? So my goal is to help people to get started, so that they can then figure out how to continue, right? And how to continuously improve along that path, right? And again, it's a path of your choosing and your design, right? So my goal is to always help people to design their business, design their career, design their lives right it's not a formula it's not i do it this way so now you should do it that way or this is the success formula you know you you read some of these books like the 5 a.m club like i'm never getting up at 5 a.m so if you want to although right now i am getting up at 5 a.m because of the puppy behind me and i can't believe my eyes are still (laughs) <laughs> because it's really hard for me to do that. Um, so hopefully he's getting better. So hopefully he'll start sleeping a little later for, for me. Uh, but you know, I'm not part of the 5 a.m. club. Like even if I'm getting up with him at 5 a.m., I'm going to lay on the couch and, you know, be in a vegetative state for a few hours before I can do anything. Um, you know, and I don't want to be told that I can't be successful as an entrepreneur if I don't get up early in the morning. But that's ridiculous. Like, I think that's ridiculous. Like, you can be successful. Success looks like many different things because people are very unique. And I always feel that when you play to your own skills and your own passions and your own interests and your own strengths, that's when you're going to be the most successful, right? When you are the most authentic version of you. So I hope this was helpful, ladies. Um, I really want to empower you to be the best that you can be and to do all that you can do. Um, on this International Women's Day and and it's it's Women's History Month, I believe is what we call what what we're calling it as well in March. Uh, but every day, right? Not just we we, we want to celebrate women every day. I think that women do just amazing things in this world. I think that the opportunities, um, you know, right now in this job market and in this climate, uh, career climate that we're in, there's a tremendous opportunity for career coaches, especially because. It is just so needed, it is so needed because a lot of these people who have quit their jobs in the great reshuffle or the great resignation, they really still don't know what to do, right? They know what they didn't want, but they still don't really know what they do want. And so there's a huge opportunity to really like grab those people, like let's grab those people and embrace them and help them to figure that out because it's a huge opportunity for them and for us. And I just always feel like when one person wins, everybody wins, you know, and I've had people say to me, why are you training, you know, your competitors? Like, why do you want to train more career coaches? And it's ridiculous. There's only one of me. How many people can I possibly work with? So to me, it's not training my competitors. I don't really look at anyone as competition because there's only one me, right? There's only one me and there's only one person who does it my way. Other people do it their way. And the people that are meant to work with them will work with them. And the people that are meant to work with me work with me, right? And, and so the world goes round, right? So um, I don't believe there's any competition. I think there's enough for everyone, more than enough for everyone. And um, I'd love to see you guys grab your piece of it. So have a wonderful uh, rest of the day. I hope that wherever you are, whatever you're doing, that you are celebrating uh, International Women's Day in some way that you are honoring um, yourself and the other women in your life and the other women that you admire. Um, and that you do something nice for yourself today. So have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And um, if you're watching the recording, um, have a wonderful whenever it is that you're watching it. And um, I hope you will join me next week at the same time. Bye-bye.